Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Peter Waltz. This week, we continue our discussion on the biggest issues affecting businesses and organizations globally with the spread of COVID-19. And along with bringing you updates and critical information happening from all around the world, we're always fortunate to be able to bring our local ELA lawyers into the conversation. These folks are practicing on the ground in these jurisdictions. They work daily with their local clients to help them move through these difficult times. Since the outbreak began, we've been getting updates from all around the globe, initially from China, then Italy and Korea, then across Asia and Europe and Latin America, and then into the U.S. Today, we're going back to the Middle East region to check in with our friends in Egypt. Joining us on the program today is Mona Abel Havis from our ELA member firm in Egypt, Ebraki Dermaker. Mona's calling in from her office in Giza, where we are in the middle of Ramadan, and she's in the office. So she's going to shed some light on how business has been impacting this country, some of the recent legislations and government directives, and what has been put in place to help their economy and business in that country. Mona, welcome to the program. I hope you and your family are safe and well. Hi, Peter. How are you? Yes, we are. And I hope everyone in ELA are safe and healthy. Yes, we're, we're doing our best over here. And around the world, your friends send their regards. If you can, to start the program, let's just talk about what the current status is in Egypt. Can you give us a heads up on that? Well, the current status is that it's Ramadan time. And usually Ramadan is people get together, families get together, friends, and since Ramadan has started, which is around 10, 11 days ago. And the number of cases have been increasing, you know, and this is because people are not sticking to the curfew, are not sticking up, keeping social distancing, you know, to be quarantined. It's very difficult. And this is why the number of cases has been increasing for the past period. So what's the current status on businesses over there? Are they closed? Are they open? Let's start with administrative authorities. It has been temporary closed for the past, let's say, a month. Only just few administrative authorities that have been working through online, but other authorities were closed. And for companies, most of the companies, private sector companies, are working, they have this policy now, working from home, or a quota of a certain percentage working from office and the other percentage would be working from home. Well, what happens? Let's talk about those workers that are in the workplace. What happens Mm -hmm. if employees in the workplace are confirmed to be positive for COVID-19? What actions can companies take and what's the legal framework you apply to that? Well, the employers must inform the competent health authority of an employee that is infected or suspected of being infected with COVID-19. Because otherwise, employers will be subject, if they know that there are cases in the workplace or any suspected cases, then they will be subject to penalties, which is a fine or can reach up to two months in prison. Wow. So that's a fairly significant action there. Are there basic guidelines that companies are using to prevent COVID-19 in the workplace? Well, yeah, private sector companies have been left to take measures we deem necessary to limit the spread of infections at their workplace, while to ensure that they remain compliant with the applicable laws, with the applicable Egyptian laws. So when it comes to a situation where an employer is struggling with the economy and obviously doesn't have the same business model that it did before, and it needs to determine how it's going to relieve some of its employee costs, 
Can an employer request that employees use vacation time during this period? Well, the answer to this question would be yes. From a legal standpoint, the employer has the right to determine the time and period of annual leave. And therefore, he could ask the employees to take paid annual leave, provided, of course, that they have sufficient leave balance that is available. So basically, let me put it in simple words, it's employers are always entitled to manage their workplace as they find appropriate and necessary for their business needs. And therefore, they have the discretion to determine when an employee can go on annual leave. What about unpaid leave? Can employers request they take unpaid leave or only vacation time? Uh, no, they can. the employer can ask the employees to take unpaid leave if their annual balance has been used. So they can basically place them on unpaid leave. However, employees cannot be forced to accept unpaid leave. We usually recommend that it must be mutually agreed upon in writing between the employer and the employee. So if an employee decides not to take unpaid leave, then can the employer terminate or or create a redundancy there? No, he would be deprived from, you know, taking a compensation against this leave later on. There is one thing also that if they can go on sick leave, if they are diagnosed with illnesses, and if this is evidenced by a medical certificate, then they have the right to take sick leave with a salary compensation throughout their illness period. And this is regulated under the Egyptian social insurance law, which they have the right to go on sick leave for a maximum period of 180 days in a calendar year. And is that funded by the company or is that funded by the government social program? It has, yeah, it's calc- it has this certain percentage, you know, for the first 90 days, it's 85%. And the other 90 days, 75% of the social insurance salary contributions. So it has this certain, you know, criteria and requirements. And even the certificate, the medical certificate that the increase, you know, submits it, it has to be from certain hospitals, public hospitals, not just the private hospitals. So it does have certain criteria and requirements in order to, for the social insurance authority to grant them compensations for their illness. So let's talk about the workplace and some of the modifications that employers can make during COVID-19. What kind of modifications are those, Mona? Well, according to the Egyptian labor law, employers may temporarily change some of the conditions it was agreed upon with the employees under the employment contract. But these conditions really shouldn't violate any of the employees' rights. Let's say an example what the employers can do is that they can assign employees to work that is different from the work that they have agreed upon under their scope of work, as long as it is not fundamental different in nature. So this could be one thing. Another thing could be that they could schedule the employees days off throughout the week. So instead of the, you know, usually in Egypt, we have Friday and Saturday off our days off is the weekend in the private sector so they can give you know like sunday and thursday or whatever as not to have the entire workplace on the premises at the same time this could be also an option they could also adopt some shift-based working hours the nature of business allows while taking into consideration that as i mentioned earlier there's a curfew imposed by the government so the current curfew is from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. 
during the curfew period, there is also that all transportation are closed during this period. So you could also adopt some shift-based working hours. This could also be an option. So well, given the fact that employers can make modifications and changes, let's talk fundamentally about the employment contract that people have. Are there any restrictions on terminating employment contracts in Egypt? Well, yes. Termination of employment contracts is quite strict under the Egyptian labor law because employers are only allowed to terminate employment contracts if they can prove that the employee is either not performing his or her obligations, for example, that certain employee is inefficient or that he has committed a gross misconduct. And termination should be through certain decision made. So it's not an easy that I wake up and I say, no, the, the, I, need, I will terminate this employee. So what we usually recommend is that the employer who wishes to proceed with termination, we always advise that they should seek an applicable termination. And in such applicable terminations, they should agree on to settle it mutually and amicably and through a written resignation submitted by the employee and uh, the employee receives all his severance or, you know, settlement payments or whatever entitlements, you know, that he is financial entitlements that he should get arising of this employment relationship. This is basically in for definite period employment contracts, because when it comes to indefinite term employment contracts, then we're talking about the compensation that should not be less than two months of the employee's salary for each year of service. Because if the employee goes to court and proves that if he was dismissed, you know, and then unfairly, and then he, the court proves that, you know, a ruling has been issued in favor of the employee, then the court will rule that the employer should pay two months of the employee's salary per each year of service. So what this is what usually employers do with employees who, whose contracts are indefinite, they would just settle with them on two months of the employee's uh, salary per each year of service against the you know, submitted resignation. Well, it seems like life in Egypt is moving along like the rest of the world. Obviously, social distancing and being safe at the workplace washing your hands, all the other safety guidelines that other countries are taking on is still the case. And I hope that, as we all do, I hope that this virus turns the corner at some point. Are viruses still on the rise in Egypt? Yes, yes. Well, I hope that you and your family stay safe and best of luck to the rest of our colleagues at Abraki Dermaker. I hope the firm is well and that you continue to help your clients in the way that you do. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. I hope everyone to stay sane, to stay safe and healthy. And yeah, I, you know, I, I hope the world will heal from this soon. Thank you so much, Peter, for this podcast. I really enjoyed it. And everyone stay safe and healthy and looking forward for the next podcast. If you'd like to connect with Mona from Abraki Dermaker, our member firm in Egypt, or any of our lawyers around the world, please search for them on the ELA website at ela.law. Just go to the big Find a Lawyer widget in the center of the page, click on the drop-down box. There you can choose your jurisdiction, reach out directly to our lawyers by email or phone. While you're on the website, make sure to sign up to receive invitations for upcoming webinars, download our white papers, also get access to on-demand content, 
or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.